Rabbeisa, you're probably familiar that if you follow the news, there's a tremendous discussion about the problems in Eretz Yisrael and the fact there's collateral damage and that civilians, if you can call them that, are being killed in Gaza. It's relevant to the parsha because we're told that when Yaakov confronts Esav, it says he had Sar, he had Yira. What exactly was on Yaakov's mind when he has this Sar? After all, Kodesh Baruch Hu gave him Avtach, he's going to be fine. So some of the Mepharshim say it's this very point. Esav is coming with 400 people. And Yaakov is thinking, according to Asnaim Latayra, Esav hates me and he wants to kill me. But these 400 people that are with him, do they really want to kill me? And yet, if I go to war, I'm going to have to kill them. And that's why they ate so low. Or other Mepharshim say, he was concerned if I have to save my life, so what happens though if this Roy Dave I can neutralize by shooting him in the legs? Maybe I don't have a head to kill him. So when you look at the Mepharshim on the parish, it's very relevant to current events in that Yaakov was very concerned with the idea that maybe he'll have to kill people that really shouldn't be killed. Of course, he's going to have to do it anyway because he has to protect himself. But in Misa, it's interesting to see that we're the ones who are at the earliest record of being concerned with damage to the uh, civilians, so to speak, or the associates of Rishayim. Now, in America, there are people that complain, how could you kill civilians? Bernie Sanders, before he got up and he said, Israel has the right to defend itself, but they don't have the right to kill so many civilians. So if I was there, I'd ask him, no, but what do you do in the tour of Stira? The only way to defend yourself is to do that. So that Sanders wasn't smart enough to answer. But it's interesting, if you look at American history, when we were involved in World War II with Germany, so we apparently weren't concerned about civilians. As a matter of fact, the strategic uh, air force had a shita that maybe we can win the war by killing enough civilians that the army will lose heart. The lush and the key of this was called dehousing. Now, if we'll destroy all the houses in Germany that have no place to live, eventually the soldiers will give up. How many of civilians, those non-military people, did America kill in Germany in the strategic bombing? Nobody knows for sure, but if you go online, the figures run from between 350,000 to 600,000 German civilians were killed. And if you look into the Tkufa, you'll find that we fire, we carpet bombed Dresden and Hamburg, German cities. We created such a fire in them that it created a vacuum so that people were sucked into the flames. Notice if you have a huge fire, so a huge fire makes the air go up, and if the air goes up, there's a vacuum, and now it pulls in from the sides. So people are pulled into the fire. This was the American Air Force, 600,000. Now, was that necessary? I mean, if you ask, we went to war against Germany, and as Yidden, we're very happy that they went to war against Germany. But from the moral platitudes that people are spouting today, can you ask them a question? What gave, us a head to, to, what gave America a head to, to do that? Did Germany ever invade America? Why did we go to war against Germany? Because Adolf Hitler was stupid enough to declare war against us. But from the standpoint of defending ourselves, I don't know of any record of a German invasion during World War II. We don't know of any cities that were bombed by Germany. England is different, but talk about America. And yet, we felt that we had a right to dehouse and to aim at civilians 
and kill hundreds of thousands of them, and then people in America have a right to say, in Eretz Yisrael, what they're doing is wrong? Chazal tell us, you shouldn't judge somebody until you get to their place. Hopefully, when you're in the place, you have enough chachma to understand them. But we've gotten stupider than that. And we've, America has been there, and you know how they reacted to that situation, and yet they don't want to understand why it's necessary. It's terrible. And Vayitzar, and Vayira, Yaakov had Sar from this. And in Israeli history, they were concerned about not being terrorists. The Arabs like to point to the Irgun. Before Israel was a state, so there were people that were fighting against the British to free Eretz Yisrael from the British, and a lot of them were called Irgunists. And the Irgunists had captured British people, and when the British people hung an Irgunist, they said, we're going, to capture, we're going to capture a British soldier and hang him also. But people don't know, as the official policy of the Irgun was, only sergeants and majors could be captured. But they didn't capture British privates in Israel. Why not? Because the Taina was a British private, although his army had no choice where he could serve. So maybe he was an onus, and they felt that they shouldn't hurt him. But anybody who was already an officer, a British major, a sergeant, could choose where he wanted to serve. So they felt since they choose from Bechirosam to be uh, the press of Israel, then they were fair game. So can you imagine? I don't know if anywhere else in history you find such a thing that people feeding for fighting for freedom were thinking, we're not, not, forget about British civilians. We're not going to attack a British or a military person if you couldn't, if you didn't have Bechira where he was going to be. That was the matzav in Eretz Yisrael, and that was the high moral plane the Jews fought on, which exceeds anywhere else. And yet, we find ourselves in a situation where people aren't embarrassed to get up and speak against the situation in Eretz Yisrael. It's a busha. But at least we ourselves should know that in case we're asked, in case we have to discuss this issue, we should know enough of the history to be armed with a way to damalahashiv on this issue. And I think it's important for us to understand. And if we're shocked, then how could it be that a nation that operates on a higher moral plane than any other nation is accused? We don't have to, we can't be shocked. There was such a thing as a blood libel. The Jews throughout the medieval ages were accused of using human blood, and masses and things like that. And isn't that like the height of hypocrisy? We Jews who salt our meat because you want to be machic even from blood of a cow, you're going to accuse us of using human blood? This was to equip us with the idea of not being influenced by what the Goyish values are and what Goyim have to say. We have to be intelligent enough to know how to answer them. And if we study the parsha with all the Mepharshim, we study history, we'll be well-armed to answer all of the shaitim that are speaking in America and in the media.